Oh, greetings there, travelers. Welcome back to the end of the seven dice. Hope you're all uh, enjoying yourselves. The weather out there is still a little windy, still a little cold, but starting to warm up, starting to get nice. But of course, when everything starts melting, then it turns into ice, and then we have to worry about that. Oh my goodness. It's just one thing after another. I'm just excited for all the snow to be gone. Just to have a little bit of dang relaxation. Get the patio equipment out there, too. Oh, uh, Wingover's waiting for you. Why don't you head her on over? Ah, greetings there, travelers. It's me, Wingover Gimbal. Famous name, Bad. I'm so glad that you can join me today. Oh, it's been... It's been such a long week for me. Because it's been two weeks for you, travelers. I've just been so busy with my bardic memoirs. I've been trying to write a book, you see, just the tale of Wing Ever Gimble. Famous gnome bard. You know, I know everybody wants to read it, and they all want to know, what has this gnome been up to with? Oh, travelers, there are so many things that I have done that everybody needs to know. But, of course, it's difficult to write your memoirs without getting emotional. But I'll save that for another time, dear travelers. Uh, we do not have any fan mail first time in a while, actually. So if you'd like to, head on over to the iTunes, leave us one of those reviews, uh, and it, it helps boost our morale, as well as the algorithm. Uh, helps get that out there and, and show us to other people who want to give uh, Baldur's and give it a try. So by all means... Uh, Head on over to uh, the Attunes and do that, or the, even the Podgy Sair. Uh, Alright. See, we have a Battle Bards person here, Travelers. They are a... Huh. It's just a, it's just a long-haired cat. A little grey cat. Uh, who are you? Greetings there. My name is Duke Ducky of the Duchy of Quack. At least that's the title I've been given quite recently. How are you? Um, I'm good. Probably my first conversation with a cat, but honestly, all the people from Battlebots coming in here, I'm not surprised. But how are you going to play the instruments? How are you going to make all the Battlebot sounds? Do not worry about that, my good friend. I am a, quite the talented bird. Though I don't tell many people, this cat has to have its secrets. Alrighty then, let me do my spiel. Head on over to BattleBards.com, where you too can find yourselves some amazing music. Maybe even a few sound effects. Maybe you want to torment your friends with the sounds of the dead screaming into the night. Well, they got you covered. Head on over to BattleBards and get started today. Alright. Can I pet you? I'll allow it. All right. All right, travelers, I'm just going to be petting this cat for the remainder of this time. Uh, but yes, today's story. Oh, my. So Death Shift was hiding. They're hiding in the treasure, hoping to not be seen, and Ronnie was tripped over. We are left at such a such a cliffhanger as, as Ronnie is trying to disguise himself as treasure. What will happen to our, our dear Death Shift? Are they going to be able to get out of this one, or, or is it down to the dungeons they go? Well, don't let me hold you up. 
I present to you a war-stricken world, part three. Hey, I'm Bright, and I'm playing Kalsar, the Tiefling Paladin, and chosen of Yetifa. Hi, uh, I'm Humberto, and I'm playing Bordon, Dwarven Cleric and Chosen of Time. I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the Half-Elf Bard and Chosen of Chaos. Hey, I'm Robert, and I'm playing MZ, the Gith Yankee Ranger and Chosen Blood. Hey, I'm Jason, and I'll be playing Drax here. The Dragonborn Artificer and Chosen of Machines. Seven dice. Our heroes have come up with a very clever plan to get over to Hamor using the powers of computers and really, really good rolls. After the party had managed to make their way right to the treasury into the kingdom of Hamor using that amazing technology, they had started to just quickly pile all that money into a bag of holding. They also learned that the world was incredibly dangerous with magical pollution, and they saw that not only was life energy being pulled from Ronnie, but it was also being pulled from every spell they used. After learning that the harp was on its way with its wielder, they all quickly rushed to hide. King Leland came marching into the treasury room with the harp in hand, and he ended up tripping over Ronnie's foot as he began to leave, and he turned around to see Ronnie. Who the hell are you? Charm person. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what? I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> it's all I got. <laughs> <sighs> are you a magical... A magical gold being? Did you... Were you born in my treasure? Just wondering, does this person look strong? Physically strong? He doesn't look like super jacked. He looks athletic. Like he he probably does like fencing and stuff like that. But he doesn't look like he he's not wearing any armor. He doesn't have a weapon on him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I uh, just kind of panicked there and did the first thing that came to mind. Pour it on. Yes. <laughs> Calm down, do little do? gold baby. Um, <laughs> who? Who? Who's bored on? Uh, who has the king all been alerted to? Like he just knows about Ronnie and Boradon being in here. He just knows about Ronnie, but now Ronnie's yelling to <laughs> Boradon, and so then he's like, "Who's Boradon?" Oh, Boradon. Uh, I forget about that. I'm actually the new king. Um, and uh, no, you're not. Where's your crown? <laughs> All right, I'm going to slide a hand the crown off his head. <laughs> That's going to be one hell of a roll. <laughs> Doesn't matter, he's charmed. Fuck, 13. 
Piss off! That's my crown! I'm the king! While Ronnie's doing this, Uhtred and I are going to jump out of hiding and attack the king and try to kill him. No! <laughs> okay. No! No! Why? I love this plan. He is a fucking That's horrible such... person. I don't care! He, he's a, he ordered Dragseer to death. He's going to die anyway <laughs> at some point. We don't have to kill the king to alert the guards and then we'll have to fight the guards. Ah! I mean, if he doesn't have like a med alert, he's not gonna... Well, we can kill him and leave him in here and go. Draxir, go ahead and roll your, your attack because you were this is what you wanted to do. I mean, you, you got that blood rage. I swear... To God, it's another nat 20, but I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Who are you? You're what not a fuck? member of Ballad <laughs> with all these nat 20s. Get out of here. Yeah, he's taking all mine. I'm getting all these 12s. All right, well. <laughs> I rolled a 9 my last roll. Yeah, if that's a critical, roll a percent. 83%. Oh my God, you actually did something. Fuck. One sec, let me pull up the chart. You guys never roll over 40, so... I rolled a 99 one time. This is a brand new day. Critical hit table. Isn't like 99 four poor or something? Wouldn't it just, like, remove the head? I think it was Lucas got two two crit misses, and then he let me roll the percentage for some reason. It was like a 99. I ripped off a Night Gaunt's head. 83? With stat... Oh my god. Dead. What the shit? He doesn't have a shield. He's wearing robes. Okay. Eight, 83 stab death unless he has a shield. Ha! Alright. <laughs> you... How, how does the, what does this look like? As Draxir comes out, the king is standing up, brushing off his robes, looking down on Ronnie, calling him his gold baby. What does it look like as Draxir kills the king who ordered his death? Uhtred pounces and like knocks him over onto the ground so he's laying on the ground and I come down with my trident and just like stab him through the throat he's like clutching at the trident he's trying to push it up his blood is all over his hands he's just like like squeaking on this trident trying to move it as you're just holding it down and you're just staring at his eyes as he's looking back up at you and the life slowly fades as his hands just sort of fall lifeless to the ground that gurgly drowning sound as he's dying I say I sentence you to death yeah okay so quest quest completed (laughs) I want to do one other thing I want to pick up one of the gems that's around just whatever gem and I'm going to use my magical tinkering to imbue a message into the gem. I'm going to say, the king has been sentenced to death. This is the end of an era. Give up your royalty. And I was going to sh- just shove it in his mouth. Nice. So anyone who touches that will hear that message. You're kind of evil. <laughs> I'm getting some evil vibes right now. <laughs> Freedom fighter. <laughs> I'm going to steal his crown. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie, you got his crown. I'm going to need something real quick from the four of you. I need your ACs. I knew we were going to fight the (laughs) I didn't know you were going to kill the king in one fucking hit. (laughs) 
things. 16. 18 for me. It's 20. 22. Uh, yeah, I missed one of the attacks. I missed the cool one, too. All right. So, Draxir, you shove this gem into his mouth. You look up at everyone. You kind of, like, clang your trident down onto the ground. As you look at your other companions, who are looking at you like a little, like, holy shit, <laughs> as you just finished doing this. And then you all watch as this rapier first pierces through Draxir's chest. Jesus Christ. So does that mean that... Does that mean that someone made it through my stealth check? Uh, they're attacking Draxir. Oh. Draxir, you take 45 points Jesus of damage. fucking Christ. This rapier rips through your chest and then rips out, and you feel a foot, like, kick your back, and you stumble forward, and you don't see anything there. What? Hmm. Bordon, did you stop your ritual, or are you still going? No, I've stopped my ritual. Okay. It's going to take like 10 minutes. <laughs> All of you, you're kind of like looking like, what the fuck just happened? Who stayed hidden? I know Ronnie isn't hidden, Draxir isn't hidden. Ordon, are you still hiding? And MZ, are you still hiding? I, I, I think I am. I would still be hiding because it seems like this is all popping off very, very close to everything happening. Yeah. MZ and Ordon, make me perception checks. 15. Fuck a natural one. Oh I told God. you. I told you, Robert. Don't use Fuck. that thing. It doesn't work for you. Just roll real dice, man. Yeah. NZ, you're just like, you're, you're watching Drax here. He gets kicked off to the side. Bordon, you're watching this and you're like, what? There's, there's fucking no one there. And you glance off to the side. There's a large vanity. It's just, it's this impressive thing that's carved. This beautiful wood has this gold inlay in it. It has this mirror this little mirror that's set up. It's like a little circle pointing towards where everyone is. And in that mirror, you see this being. There is this humanoid-like creature. Their skin is gray. Their face is elongated. Their mouth is open and nothing is showing. It's like it's void of everything inside. Their eyes are the same, void. And its hand, it's holding this rapier as Draxir's blood slowly drips from it. But you look to everyone else and no blood is dripping down. You don't see anything. And you look back to the mirror and you see this creature. It's wearing this black studded leather. This like unholy fire is coming from this rapier as it's beginning to lift it again. As its body like jerks and moves, it's very unnatural movements, kind of reminiscent to how Father Matthews acts. And you see when the creature like steps, it like takes a step, it's like suddenly two feet off to the side and suddenly back. Like it's, it seems like every time it steps, it's moving much further than you'd expect it to. It's very silent healish. Yeah, I pictured the nurses too. So can we see like the rapier like floating in the air or is that? No, you don't see any blood. You don't see the rapier. You don't see anything. Draxer, you felt the rapier. Sure as shit. You felt the foot on your back as well. Turning around, there's nothing there. Okay, well, I mean, I try to get up and kind of, like, position myself defensively. I don't know if we're in combat or what. Uh, you don't need to roll initiative. Basically, it's, you guys can take your time on what you want to do. Bordon, you see this creature starting to move towards where Ronnie is. I'm casting Ray of Frost. Kind of in this area around where uh, where that hit seemed like it came from. 
I go ahead and roll it. Twelve. You hold your hand out to where you think something would be. You fire this ray of frost. You see some of it trickle towards where the harp is. Just the harp absorbs it, and the rest of it goes, and it just, like, sort of freezes some of the gold that's over on a pile across from you. Mm. So, are we in combat, or not? It, you guys can just act however you want. Like, it, you're free. You're not an initiative right now. You just see now this wraith is, like, standing over Ronnie, looking down at him. So, can I see, like, something heavy? Like, do I see something that's, like, heavy enough to shatter the mirror? Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. And this mirror, think of it like one of those little makeup mirrors. Like, it's a little circle that you can kind of adjust and move around. So, like, there's vases, there's gemstones, goblets, there's swords. Like, it's just gold bricks. Like, there's all sorts of stuff in here. I'm just, I'm just going to, like, to remove this small mirror. I'm not going to break it. I'm just going to... Do you just, like, kind of, like, sneak around to it? Yeah. Okay. Roll me another stealth. I got 21, which is pretty high. Yeah, you're good. You you slink around the side and you get this mirror. And it's it's not like on there. It's just like a little stand. So like you can hold it easily with one hand. You have this mirror in your hand now. Mm-hmm. And you see this being, it's like flickering. Like one minute it's over top of Ronnie. The next minute it's looking over towards the direction of MZ. And then it's back to like looking at Draxir. Then it's over Ronnie again. And it doesn't seem to look at you. So do, does it have like like inside this room? Does it have another like reflexive surface? Yeah, there's like polished golden armor. You can kind of like, see your reflection in. There's like vases, like all sorts of stuff. But so can I see like this this wraith there as well? Yep. Okay, so it's not related to this um, to this mirror. Ronnie, take thirty points of damage. Oh no, I'm dead, or I'm dying. I'm drowned here. You see this this rapier stabs into Ronnie, and then it just pulls out of him, and he just like collapses down to the ground and goes unconscious. How many HP do you have? Not a lot. You are a soft one. Okay. I'm going to heal you, Ronnie. You're going to be okay. okay. That would be good. Thank you. If I get the chance, I want to cast Branding Smite like where I believe it was standing when it stabbed Ronnie. Sure. Roll that. And then I'll also make an attack roll here. That is a 23 to hit. You swing and it goes right through the air. Bordon, you're watching in the reflection. It should have hit this thing. Mm-hmm. Went right through it. It's just like kind of like it cocks its head to the side and looks down as this trident is seemingly right through it and just kind of like walks to the side, stepping out of the trident. Okay, so I cast Sanctuary on Roni. And I tell Roni that like he shouldn't do anything. His unconscious body gives you a thumbs up. Oh, so he's, he's unconscious? I'm unconscious, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's like bleeding out? Like, is he going. He's dying, yeah. You only took like 56 damage. Yeah, it's nothing. I don't have a lot of health. How's it that low? That seems impossible. What the fuck? He is a bard. MZ, is there anything you're doing? I don't know what everyone's fighting right now. (laughs) I have yet to see it. 56 HP at level 10 is so low. I took a huge hit and I'm still above that. Yeah. 
I took I think like 60 points of damage in like just one attack from that robot and I was like yeah <laughs> I'm fine but I've been rolling like HP very high I don't know my hope was I could like hit him and then it would be visible yeah you see it moving now towards Drax here Bordon. you can see it like flickering about kind of like it, it's like looking at him it keeps like moving all around him like every angle like it's so close like Draxir should be feeling it you know even just like you get that kind of like sense that something's right there and he's not reacting at all okay so Ronnie just went on un- unconscious yep I'm just gonna drop down from the ceiling and stand over him I'll give him a cure light wounds as a third level spell Alright, he gets half of what you roll. Lucas, mm-hmm. I try to get, like, the creature's attention. If I say, like, stop, does he understand me? Like, I just yelled stop. Yeah, if, if you yell stop. I just yelled stop. So, did he understand me? It turns towards you. It's like long, greasy hair is going down quite low. And uh, you can see that it it looks like this might have been a woman at some time and she she cocks her head i got 19 and that's 9.5 all right we'll give him 10 10 okay so you get 10 hit points back ronnie you take a breath in and you look and you see mz is above you his character is so intense he's got this like black (laughs) flames cloak his skin has this carapace over it there's blue and silver veins on it (laughs) (laughs) i'm here Ronnie. So, Lucas, can I cast Yes? I don't know how to pronounce G-E-A-S. Yeah, I'll say that I don't know how to pronounce that either, but sure. So I cast Yes, or whatever it's called. What does it do? So you place a magical command on a creature that you can see within range, forcing it out some service or refrain from some action or course of activity as you decide. If the creature can understand you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you for the duration, which is 30 days. While the creature is charmed by you, it takes 5d10 psychic damage each time in a manner directly counter to your instructions, but no more than once each day. A creature that can't understand you is unaffected by the spell. Okay. You cast this spell. You feel it's not as potent as you want it to be, but you, you do feel your spell go off. And this creature, it's staring at you. Okay. I don't have, like, to, to roll, like, the... No, it's, it's just staring right at you. So do I know if it worked? You're not sure. You're not getting a good feeling. At the very least. You don't feel like it's connected. You've never cast it before, but you figured there'd be some kind of feedback and you're not really feeling it. I don't yell, but I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And the creature is lurching. She, Her neck cocks to one side. She takes a step forward and takes the next step and just like flickering towards you, Borodon. So I yell, stop. Does it stop? No. MZ, make me a perception check. And actually, say everyone make me a perception check, because you're now aware of everything that's going on. And Bordon is holding a mirror in his hand. <laughs> uh, 18. 11. 
<laughs> got a critical miss. Minus one. <laughs> so Draxir, you see in the mirror that Bordon's holding, you see like this person, at least her face and down like the top of her chest as she raises this rapier, stabbing into Bordon. And Bordon, you take... A laughable amount of damage. You take 20 points of damage. As this rapier pierces into you and pulls out. And it's just like kind of like its head cocks a little bit more to the side as it's looking down at you. Bordon, do you not have like Turn Undead? I do, but Turn Undead is usually like a very shitty spell. Well, it depends on your level, doesn't it? I mean, like it's. It's more of a like if the creatures are very weaker. Yeah, okay. You, you can use it against more powerful ones to like scare them. Yeah, it still might get it to run away or get like a fear stabs, but yeah. Draxir, you see this creature now, and I need you to make me an intelligence check. If you're trying to remember something. It's a 17. Your mind is just racing. You're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. You're bleeding onto the ground, and then it clicks. There is one general of Dorum's. It is just as important as the beast and Matthews are to Dorum, and that is the last member of her adventuring group, the one you saw in the dream. This would be the Wraith, one of Dorum's generals that, from what you know, because you've been in this world a lot longer than these guys, you know that this being is basically trapped in the mirror world, and no one has really found a way to harm it. Usually you just run. Guys, I think we got to get out of here. This is the Wraith. There's no way for us to actually fight it. I try to to use Turn Undead to see if the creature reacts to it. You hold up your symbol. And it just stabs you again. Alright, this time you just take uh, 16 points of damage. You hold up your symbol, and then, like, you feel the sword pierce right underneath your arm, and, like, you pull your symbol back. And it's just staring at you. So I see, like, Borodon, he's, like, at nothing, he's, like, holding his holy symbol up at at it, like, yelling and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't, like, I, I haven't seen it yet, can I just start swinging my swords in that direction? Yes. Roll to hit. I mean, this creature needs to be bound to something. I have a plan to escape whenever I can act again. First attack is uh, is 21. That's a hit. My second one is 16. That's a miss. Third one is 26. That's a hit. You can hit it. 12 on the first one. Okay. 15 on the second. MZ, your blades swing. Your first one slicing into the back of the wraith. Your second one is deflected as it quickly turns around with its rapier. And third, you bring in, you stab it right in the chest and pull back. The being steps back, shocked. There's blood dripping off of Envy's blade, this yellowish putrid liquid, as the blades of the Gith Yankee, the astral blades that they use to cut across the different multi-dimensions, is flowing inside Emsi's swords. You see this silver is mixing with this bluish glow that goes through there. The last gift he received from his mother. Yeah, as soon as I hit and these guys couldn't, I, I understood. 
now we're gonna roll for initiative, because now the creature's serious. I got a seven. At least it's just initiative. <laughs> this is true. I got sixteen. Ten. Fuck, I had such a good escape plan too, and now now we're gonna to try to fight it. You could still do that escape plan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we can get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean you have one guy that can hit this creature. So that's thirty. Oh shit. <laughs> Alright, MZ, what do you wanna do? I would like to hear Jason's plan. <laughs> you can hear it when it's drag to your string. Speaking is a free action. It's true. This is You could shout something. Something quick, if you like. First attack is a miss. Okay. 20 for my second. 20's a hit. And then 25 for my second. Or third. That's a hit. I'm going to seal the door so we can get out, but the Wraith can't. 13 for my first attack. The harp is vibrating excitedly. 10 for my third. You slice into this Wraith again. And more of this, like, yellowish blood is starting to appear. And it's weird, because you guys don't see anything there, and this blood just keeps, like, splatting whenever MZ's swinging. And this creature is howling out in rage. Uh, and then it goes from MZ to Borodon. So is there a portal open right now? No. There's just you all in this room, a dead king, a harp, and this creature, and one door to get out. A lot of gold. Yeah. So we need someone to snag the harp. Word on, it's your time. I'll use chariots of fire. <laughs> and then you jump with your boots. <laughs> and then I slump down here. Yeah. I believe <laughs> my you can fly. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. <laughs> so I just cast a skate garden next to the creature. Maybe that will work? Well, I don't know. Is that the one on its turn or when it moves? It is my stance. <laughs> oh, this is your stand? Yeah, yeah, sorry, my stand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you summon your stand. And the, this electric guitar just kicks up. You all see like this super jacked dwarf made out of diamond, and like all these gems and everything making up his beard. And he's got his uh, his two things. What does it say? Love and hate on his his fists. It was. I think it was like either that or like. Uh, no, it was like heal and pain or something. Yeah, <laughs> and these giant wings come out, and and he just like bursts out of the gold. He didn't need to, but he does. <laughs> then. He's standing there, just ready to fight this creature. And of course, like, I, I, I get close. I mean, but I'm close to the creature anyway, right? The creature's right in front of me. So, yeah, yeah it, it was literally stabbing me, so you're good. Then it goes to this creature's turn. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, I think I can use mass healing word. So everybody heals eight. Which is not great, but not bad at all. It's something. It is so unfair. Locus bringing the, like this creature to keep our ass. I had this creature here the whole time. You just fucking jumped the king and just started kicking his ass and killing him. I didn't do that. That was on you. <laughs> well, why did the creature be protecting him? It's a great question. It doesn't make any sense. Why not? To you. 
feel like Dorm wants the harp. Like, I guess that would be the only motivation that makes sense is that they want the instruments. Doesn't make sense, like, for him to protect the king. It would make sense for him to just get the harp. Yeah. Unless he can. So, Gordon, your creature goes off in this turn, right? Yes. You got 20. So he took, like, 11 points of damage, so I don't know if they're going to round that up or down. But it's 5.5. So it took 6. So you see your beam, it goes, it kind of hurts it a bit, and you see more of this energy just getting drained into this harp. This harp is vibrating even more now. And this creature just shrieks out in rage, turning towards Emzy. MZ, you take 55 points of damage. Ooh. You see a stab come into MZ's side, a stab come into his back, a stab come into his other side as this creature is just furious. <laughs> Stabbing along him. And you're watching as like some of MZ's droplets of blood, they're so infused with magic, you watch as they're floating over to the harp, and the harp is just absorbing them. And we go from this creature to Ronnie. Ronnie, you hear a voice in your head saying, Use me. Yeah. I can help you win. We'll defeat the Wraith. So the person playing the harp is the one that kind of does the damage, I assume. Yeah. So I'm going to use Mage Hand Retrodomain to reach out and strum the harp. Hmm... Does it sound like a bad idea? I don't know. Okay. Sounds like an idea. Interesting. It so sounds like an I idea. Bet. I don't know if this is going <laughs> to work. <laughs> Maybe just guild okay. us all. Maybe. It's not a bad idea. That spell, that's just Mage Hand, right? So you're just using Mage Hand and you're, you're strumming the heart. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can make this thing invisible, so I'm doing that uh, just in case. Hmm. Sure. I like it. I don't know. Does Ronnie lose his Sanctuary? Because he used the spell. Well, this is a non-offensive spell. Does it have to be an offensive one or just any spell? No, it's still, still be within this one minute. Yeah, because this. Yeah, you're just strumming a harp. I'm just. Yeah. You exactly. don't know what's gonna happen because you're rolling the dice. Hey, I'm just strumming a harp here. <laughs> yeah, be... I want you to roll me, roll me an ability check based on whatever you use for casting spells and add that to it. Tell me what you get. What if I do a sleight of hand? No, this is this is tied to magic. Magic? Okay, well I guess it's still charisma. Uh, this is charisma. Okay. I'm gonna use an actual tie. There you go. God, this is a bad idea. Alright, uh, 18. 18. It's actually pretty good. Everyone dies, the story's over. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Alright, so Ronnie, you strum the heart. You are kind of standing there, you're still fairly wounded. You reach your hand out as this harp is whispering to you. This ghostly hand goes and strums the harp, and everything's quiet at first. You hear this, like, gentle strum of the harp. Everyone turns their head towards that harp. The Wraith, Emzy, Bordon, Draxir, Uhtred just kind of curiously looks over, and... It then suddenly vibrates and blasts out. First, everyone, including Ronnie, because you're not holding the harp, needs you to make constitution saving throw. Mm. 
That's including the wraith as well. <laughs> Critical miss. <laughs> yeah, I got a six. Twenty-two altogether. I got twenty-three. Drax here and Bordon. You only take twenty-five points of damage. What type of damage is it? It is radiant. And MZ, you take fifty points of radiant damage. That uh, that puts me at negative twelve, so I'm dead. And that's also my. Th- no. So in 5e, you have to hit your hit points in the negative to die. Oh. Your full hit points in the negative. So you're just unconscious. How does that work? Uh, so in 5e, you have the death saving throws, right? You have the three saving throws. Mm. Uh, so if you fail those three saving throws, you die. If you pass those three saving throws, you are stabilized. In order to kill someone just with pure damage, you have to take them into the negatives of their max hit points. So let's say for an example, your max hit points was 50. Yeah. You would have to get to negative 50 to die from mass damage. Now you could still die from the death saving throws and not be at that negative 50. That would still kill you. But in this sense, like you need to hit that negative. That's why when Dorum dropped all those meteors on all of you, I didn't kill all of you because I didn't hit your negative hit points in damage. Mm. Okay. So it's like they, they added a, a bit more of a safeguard to make it like when you're so powerful, like a rock falling on you while you're unconscious, so it shouldn't kill you. Is basically the idea. Like it's very hard to kill heroes in this this edition. Okay. That being said, this harp strums. The radiant blast shoots on out. This creature slams, falls, it hits into this wall. You watch as like there's like a mirror around them. It cracks and cracks and it's like this spider web. Then the mirror shatters as this creature falls out onto the ground. It's like holding itself up. This blood is spilling onto the floor. You see Ronnie was there. He strummed the harp and then his eyes explode. His ears, his mouth, his nose, just blood everywhere. And he just collapses to the ground dead. Ronnie? Yes. This creature looks very wounded and very disoriented. And it goes from Ronnie to Draxir. So I'm going to run up on the creature and try and stab it a couple times with the trident. Yep. So that is a... Oh god. It's a lot. One's a 27 to hit and one's a 21 to hit. And neither of those is a nat 20, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, both hits. Jason's on fire. So what I'll do is I'll also use my Arcane Jolt to heal MZ. So this will do a lot of shit right now. Uh, that'll be 11 piercing and 5 piercing on the two hits. Okay. And I will heal MZ for 10 points of damage. So MZ, you take a sharp breath in as you're now at 10 hit points. You're blearily looking around. Everything hurts. This creature is making like strange choking sounds. It's just like it's having a hard time being ripped out of the mirror dimension. It goes from Draxir to MZ. MZ, you are breathing life once more, and this creature looks heavily wounded and disoriented. Kill it, MZ. Hopefully. <laughs> Signal. <laughs> Throw it in the fire. Shoot her. No. <laughs> I like how lately. Well, except this time I actually went bad for Ronnie, but like most of Ronnie's bad decisions in the last like half a year have actually had a really good effect of some kind. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it does work out. Except now. I'm going to use uh, Zephyr Strike. I move like the wind until the spell ends. So I'm going to charge him so I'm moving at like... I don't know, like 120 feet a second or something yeah. like that. Like just, you'll, you'll get there. just like, like a cheetah. Boom. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. just like I'm on this creature. I just want the extra damage and the advantage. <laughs> yeah. What is that speed, violence, something, something? Violence, speed, momentum? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> First one is 16. Is that a hit? Alright, you have advantage because it's it's disoriented. I have, yeah. I have, okay, fuck, I just rolled a 9 again, so same thing. That's two, two 16s. So that's a hit, yeah. Uh, second one will be a hit too then. That's uh, 22. And then 23. So that's three, three hits. First one gets an extra d8 damage. Okay, so the first one, that's that's 12 points of damage on the first one. Okay. Nine points of damage on my second attack. Okay. 12 points of damage on my third attack. So, Enzi, you come in with your blades moving supernaturally fast. There is blood pouring all down you. You are just stabbing, stabbing, stabbing. There is blood flying everywhere. This creature turns up towards you. Its mouth starts to unhinge as this void is like ripping you towards it. You keep stabbing into this thing furiously. You all see like coins and gems and stuff start flying to this creature's maw and just disappearing into nothingness. And then you stab it one last time in the chest and rip your blade out to the side, just screaming out as this creature just starts like twisting and its body's racking. And you watch as it slowly starts collapsing in on itself until it's like this tiny little pin. And then just you feel this wave of energy doesn't hurt you. Yeah, this wave of energy comes out and it feels like a sigh of relief. You see, just for a moment, flickering there, there's the hollow image of a young woman. She's wearing the same armor. She has the rapier that that wraith had. She's standing there. Her hair's done up in a bun behind her head. She's looking at all of you. It looks almost like bits of her in tatters, like her soul is in tatters. She smiles at all of you. I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused. I'm sorry what me and my companions have done to the world. You must stop, Doran. You must stop the ghoulish one. And she's starting to flicker and fade. Where does Dorham stay? Okay, so first, Enzi, you ask where Dorham says, and then Bordon, you're trying to pray for her soul to pass on. Yeah. Peacefully? Um, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not banishing her. I'm just like... Yeah, you're just helping her along the way. Yeah. Enzi, you ask where does Dorham stay. She looks at you. The ivory tower will lead the way. 
you must look for the ivory tower of Pelgrith, the unclean. And she starts to close her eyes and fall back. Bordon, you begin your prayer holding on to your amulet of Dumathoin. You feel the energy thrumming through it as you feel this soul pass. Little particles of light just fade. And looking over at Ronnie's body, it doesn't appear that a flesh sack has formed over it. Well, that got dark. That got dark fast. Oh, my goodness. I didn't expect Ronnie to strum the harp and the, the, the explosion. Um, that all went so off, but it was pretty intense, travelers. I did not expect Draxia to go so beast mode and just absolutely eviscerate that king, but you know how it is. When you are sentenced to death, you want to inflict the same. Uh, travelers... It has been a hoot today. I've so enjoyed telling you all this story. Uh, once again, if you want to leave us some friend mail, head on over to the iTunes and leave us a review, or you can just message us at uh, the Twitters or uh, at Ballad of the Seven Dice at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a merch store. It's Ballad of the Seven Dice dot and go there and grab yourself a shirt. We got Death Chef shirts. We got a wing of a Gimbal Famous Gnome Bad shirts. Some for Rise of Nyarlathotep. Anything you want, go check it out. Lots of fun stuff there. We also have a Patreon, where we are actually setting up a brand new audio drama. It's exclusive to the Patreon, where it is following the, the forging of the Bright Blade, a blade of power that makes its way throughout a lot of these different stories. That are being told so go check that out the patreon is pay what you want so for as little as a dollar up on there and i believe we have already 16 17 hours of audio extra content so give that a listen 
All right, travelers. I've talked to your ear off. It's been good. Oh, I'm going to go relax near the fire. It's just been such a long one, travelers. Oh, oh, have a nice stretch. All right, travelers. Until next time, I bid you all adieu.